Welcome to Breaker Culture Weekly. The guys from BreakerCulture.com help pull back the curtains and give you insight into the hobby. Sit back and enjoy interviews, product breakdowns, and hobby analysis so you can get your edge in the marketplace. And now, to the show. Hey, what's going on? Episode 55 of Breaker Culture Weekly. Real quick before you jump into this episode, it's a short one. It's a special edition. Uh, got about 29 minutes of content. It's just me. And I wanted to do one thing because I'm getting a lot of people hitting me up about the Bowman Ladders and uh, super popular for a good reason. And, and I think uh, there's a lot of good stuff coming out of it. But I wanted to spend a few minutes today breaking down all that stuff for you. So I spend... 29 minutes talking through the 2019 Bowman baseball and the 2018 Bowman draft baseball. Not just explaining how the ladders work, but breaking down the content for you so you understand what it's for and how it can help you. Um, so if you're a baseball geek or if you're just curious about prices for certain players and kind of how it's all working, like listen to this one and I think you'll get a good vibe for kind of what those ladders and what I do with data. Um, and then the very end, the last seven or eight minutes, I just talk a little bit about BGS versus PSA. It's something we're going to spend a lot more time on. We're working on a massive, massive article and tons of data behind it. Um, I've spent a lot of time behind the scenes the last few months figuring all this stuff out. And I wanted to give you a taste of kind of what I'm seeing with BGS versus PSA. And I use Ronald Acuna Jr. as uh, my data point uh, because I have a lot of experience with him. And uh, he's pretty relevant in the hobby, I'd say. So anyway, th those are the three things we're talking about today. Another episode coming out later this week with Shani and I. We're going to be covering some of the new products, um, talking about a couple of the things that have been annoying us recently. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I wanted to get this out there and cover my bases with a few things. And uh, we'll, catch you. we'll catch you later this week and enjoy this episode. How you doing? Episode 55 of a special edition Breaker Culture Weekly. And uh, yeah, super, super excited to have you here today. It's special because it's just me and I'm going to be spending a little bit of time uh, breaking down three very popular subjects right now. Two are pretty common with Breaker Culture. We got our pricing ladders. I'm going to talk through the 2019 Bowman Baseball pricing ladder. And I'm going to also talk through the 2018 Bowman Draft pricing ladder. Both of those had a refresh in the last 24 hours, and uh, they're both incredible, incredible products. I think some of it's a byproduct of just a crazy bull market right now within the hobby, but also just really nice performances from a lot of the top guys in those products. And so we're going to talk through that. I'm going to talk through how I use the, the pricing ladders and how I interpret those two products in the pricing ladder. The other thing I'm going to talk about a little bit is... BGS versus PSA, and I'm going to use Ronald Acuna Jr. as a topic for the conversation. I've done a lot of analytics, uh, and I'll be putting together an article. Well, the article's almost put together, but uh, I wanted a couple more weeks of data um, really on the way Ronald Acuna, Acuna is priced, but specifically related to BGS versus PSA, which one gives you the greatest um, degree of investment protection. Uh, 
Um, so that's the way I like to look at things usually within the hobby uh, because buying raw is very risky these days. Um, and when, when you're looking at buying raw, you, you need to know kind of what which ones to send in uh, or where to send into, be it BGS versus PSA. And I think we kind of answered that question for you here in a little bit. Uh, but more importantly, when you are buying graded, what makes the most sense for you? What what's going to give you the the greater price protection and and potentially help you enhance the the price increases that you'll see for you know your players that you're investing in? So we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But to begin, I want to go ahead and just talk through the more recent product, 2019 Bowman Baseball, and. Um, Look, it's, it's a great product for, for numerous reasons. Uh, one, and I mentioned this at the, the onset of the, of the podcast, it's just a perfect market right now. I mean, it really is. It's just a perfect market. Everything's kind of just coming together at the right time. And it's really impressive to see how some of these products are responding uh, because I, I just don't think there's enough supply. I mean, you, there's tons of print. The print run's insane right now for some of these products, but Lots of people are talking about cards. It's becoming a mechanism for investment. And uh, frankly, with all this money entering in and people scrambling, uh, there's just the prices are just fluctuating so crazy. It truly is a marketplace right now. And uh, the Bowman products are really the status quo when it comes to measuring um, prices of players and kind of seeing how the market acts right now. So with 2019 Bowman Baseball, so again, for pricing ladders, what I do is as I look at closed sold items on eBay, I, I break down I break down all the analytics for that particular time period. I chart them, I, I log them in a database, and I chart them for each of the players. And I give you kind of a, a running tally of price movement for players. And then I also look at the volume for players which ones are doing well, which ones aren't doing well in comparison to all the other cards sold within that product for that time range. Okay, so I want to give you just kind of a a glimpse into what the market is saying about players. And, and again, you, you want to know what the average auto price is. And again, that's the average for the time period. So if you got a player and I do a report usually every one, one or two weeks, if you got a player that the very beginning of that two-week period was kind of in a slump and all of a sudden the last week of the period – becomes uh, extremely hot in this market the players move quick um, a great example of that is is a guys like casey mize and alec Baum and and, and bowman draft where in a couple days those guys move 30 percent. it's really crazy but um that's what i intended to help you with so looking at bowman draft it, it's crazy so we, we only have about two weeks of data and you know here we are may 6th and there's already been about 2700 base chrome autos sold base chrome um, that's that's across 76 names so you figure that that's about 20 to 30 uh, base chrome autos sold a day um, for the product um, I'm sorry it's about it's about 200 to 300 base chrome autos sold a day which seems about right when you look at look at eBay but Usually that first week period, you get a, a lot of craziness and then you start to see leveling off. I call it normalizing. Um, I don't know if that's the right technical word, but you start to see the normalizing uh, and weeks two, three, and even into four, you see these players and these prices start to normalize to where the market really thinks the prices should be. Um, I think you probably saw it a little quicker on Bowman this year. I think week two, we really saw a lot of normalizing, a ton of pullback on certain guys. Um, 
I think a lot of that has to do with uh, there's just a lot the breaks were happening like crazy at the beginning. Uh, I think more so than normal, and um, I think a lot of that just got out there, and um, a lot of supply hit the market, and I think you just saw it pull back over the you know first eight nine days, and here we are 15 days after release. Um, actually, a little bit more than that. So we're about 18 19 days after release. So this week in the report, I just put the report out yesterday. Um, I look at I look at data basically up through May 3rd, so up through this past weekend, and. Um, Overall average autos pulled back about 33% this this week, but you saw some really, really good movement for the top guys. So Wander Franco, uh, average <laughs> average auto for this guy, this is mind-blowing, it's 520 bucks, and that's up from 485 bucks uh, during the first week. So to me, that says, and his volume is the best in the business. So he, I mean, used to, everyone wants Wander Franco. Uh, newsflash, if you didn't see, his Superfractor was pulled. So just realize that. But his base autos are going for 500 bucks. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Um, up 6%, uh, a raw price movement. And then comparatively for the product, he's up 40%. So that is the guy. And I mean, he is the number one prospect of baseball. So you're going to continue to see that. And it's his first, first Bowman card too. So, um, I do include, uh, you know, rookies in this list as well. I, I include all base autos just so you have a fair comparison of the product. Number two, you got Vladimir Guerrero at 345. He's down from 390 after, um, after week one. Um, not a lot of volume because I don't think there's a lot of supply of Guerrero in the product, especially for base autos. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, comparatively, he's up 22% for the week. Um, just again, factoring in the decline of the product in general. Number three, Joey Bart's up 35%, to 259. Um, so uh, mediocre volume again for Joey Bart. Uh, he is the guy for the Giants, and I think that's really the second prospect that you're looking for in the in the product. That's going to make a difference. Um, behind him is Julio Rodriguez at 132. Awesome volume. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> He's a Mariner guy. I mean, chase him. Do what you got to do. Uh, up 31% uh, comparatively. So another, and again, we're, we're in the top four now. We're still above 120. Uh, number five, uh, we got Marco Luciano. Um, B plus in volume, relative price movements up 18%. Um, uh, another Giants guy. So to make sure you check out him. And then below him, the only other guy above 100 is... Uh, Ronnie Mauricio, um, New York Mets. He's at 103. He was at 107 last week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I, I don't remember a product outside of 2017-18 Prism Basketball where we saw the first six guys above $100 for, um, for more than a few days. It's really, really impressive. Um, real quick rundown behind those guys, Victor, Victor Mesa, uh, he's at 93, Victor Mesa Jr. Jr. is at 68, uh, Yusei, um, Kikuchi is at 61, and then Eloy Jimenez is at 61 as well at number 10. So a couple guys that stood out to me this week, um, Nate Lowe for the Rays, and I just watched him play against the Royals this week, um, good looking player. He is, uh, it's his first Bowman card. He was at 28 on release. He's at 32 now. Relative price movement uh, up 47%. Really, really good volume. 
Um, and then b- 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 uh, behind him at number 29 on the list, uh, Nate Lowe's at number 17, is Easteroy Ruiz, uh, Ruiz uh, at 1464. Um, be careful. <laughs> his raw price drop was his raw price drop was 50%. Um, so just just a rough rough go for Ruiz. So keep an eye on him. When you're looking at breaks, uh, as you scroll down to my bone ladders, I, I, I factor in the overall prices for teams so that you know uh, what's the, if you were to combine all, if you were to get a hit from every guy in that, uh, for, for that team and the product um, for base autos, what would the value of that slot look like? Now, again, I realize that that's probably not going to happen when you get into a group break, but that's really the only standardized way I could come up with that made a lot of sense for, for you get to rank teams. So the cumulative average of the raw base autos for each team, Tampa Bay's uh, far and away number one. They're at basically 600 bucks. Uh, right behind them are the Giants and the Blue Jays. The Giants are at 370. The Blue Jays are at 360. And then the Mariners are at 190. And then it drops off considerably to about 100 bucks with the White Sox, the Mets, and the Marlins. The worst five teams to get, the worst team to get in the product are the Reds. Uh, behind them, the Brewers, the Angels, the Nationals, and the Twins. Now, uh, do keep in mind that I don't I don't price in the autos for veterans. So you know, Mike Trout auto, uh, you know, Otani auto is going to impact the prices of the Angels. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. But again, reference for prospect and rookie autos is definitely the what what I'm using there to to gauge those. Um, and then finally, on those price sheets, uh, on the, the pricing ladders, if you scroll down to the bottom, you'll see uh, I give you the overall breakdown for all the players. You can see the week before, their price, their volume, and then this week, their price, their volume, and the relative change. Okay, so and also on the left-hand side, do a rank change to give you kind of an idea of where they're moving uh, within the product ranking rankings for those players. So, um, you know, a guy like um, Danny Jansen, who... Um, you wouldn't think much about. He's a rookie for the Blue Jays, price about nine fifty. He's up thirty six percent this week, uh, but he moved up fifteen spots in the overall rankings for the players. So again, just becomes a little bit more of an important player uh, when you're looking at breaks. Guys like that are they're valuable, right? Um, a ten dollar base auto that adds up. Start getting color in there, and, and uh, it makes it makes a difference. So um, use this to to your advantage, right? Take this PDF it and uh, print it off, or do whatever you got to do, and and uh, Hopefully it's helpful as you're investing and jumping in a break. So that's the breakdown. When I'm looking at these things, though, the things that I that I look for are where are, where are some of the crazy volume increases uh, that are maybe an, you know the anomalies for the week, um, and I and I color code those for you to make it very clear. So when you see red for volume, you know that in terms of other other players that week, um, they're just low. Uh, red is the lowest, green is the highest, yellow is in, in the middle. Um, so you, you want to look for the green, and, and you want especially when you have good price movement and you have good volume movement, you know like that, that's where the money's going, and that's where you should, you should definitely keep your eyes on, on certain players. Now, when you see big price increases and you see red volume and you know, dec- you know, pretty low volume, take it with a grain of salt, right? Uh, a great example is Dan Jansen again, right? He's up 36%, but he didn't have much volume this week. In fact, he was one of the lowest in volume. So um, probably not, I probably wouldn't take it too serious. You know, it's not something where, you know, a lot of money's going towards him. Um, but it also could mean something like a Vladimir Guerrero where uh, there's just not a lot of supply. So 
again, use it, uh, break it down, think about how you how you think the market's reacting, and um, let it hopefully and in, in, in influence the way you uh, invest in cards. Okay, so that's 2019 Bowman Baseball. You can dig into that more on the site. The full breakdown, the full ladders up there um, right now. That's volume number two. Now, 2018 Bowman Draft Baseball. We're in volume ten. So this was released in December of 2018. And here we are for the latest release with the data up through May 4th. So Saturday, May 4th. Um, 10 volumes, so 10 editions of this. And just a ton of data for you guys to, to really dig into. This, is, uh, this has been by far my favorite product to, to digest and to analyze over the past couple years. It's, there's, I mean, there's just so much activity. Players are making crazy swings, no pun intended. Uh, and it's just, it's just really cool. Um, so what I did this week is, uh, you know, really about three months and you start to see a shift. You start to see a shift from raw autos uh, being less available because they've either been purchased up or they're being hoarded. <laughs> so, um, and I guess those kind of go hand in hand. But you start to see a shift in about month three to a little bit more of a focus on BGS um, autos. And that's a good thing because it helps standardize pricing and it helps really give you a true um, understanding of where prices are for players. But again, we, we can't run analytics on that because there's just not a lot of data on it until really month five or six. And so I start to shift a little bit of that, the focus towards BGS um, over the next couple months. But what I do for the reports leading up to that starting in volume 10, so the one that came out today, is I, I want to give you a good indicator of what the multipliers are for grades. So you tend to see a pretty similar across products, but some products you'd be surprised have different multipliers when it comes to grades. So, uh, and what I mean by that is what what's the base auto price average going for? You know, X amount of dollars. We'll say it's going for a dollar. Um, what is a BGS 9.5? What should I expect to get in value? What should I expect to spend for a BGS 9.5? So, uh, or a BGS 10 or a, BG, uh, or a PSA 10. So uh, I want to give you those so you have good indicators. And the way I get that is I look at the players that are already that are already pretty popular, that have a good volume, and that already have BGS uh, or PSA graded cards out there. And I run the percentages to help understand what the market's paying in terms of multipliers. So real quick for 2018 Bowman Draft right now, this will change a lot for the next couple months, but right now a BGS 9 is going to get you uh, about – 0.95 of a regular overall auto price. So basically going to pay the average auto price. Um, a BGS 9.5 is going to get you 1.75. So a $10 card would be a $17.50 you know, card, BGS 9.5. Um, uh, and then you got BGS 10, which there's only been one or two that have been sold. So I'm just going to, to make a leap here and tell you what typically these go for. And it's usually three to four X. So a $10 card becomes a 30 to $40 card if it's a regular BGS 10 uh, Prestine. BGS Black Label, um, if you don't know this, then you should. Um, crazy, crazy upside, usually between five, six, seven X, depending on the player and kind of how they're, how they're playing. So uh, BGS is 
pretty sweet. So P PSA, uh, PSA 10, again, not a lot of those out there yet. And yeah, again, we're going to talk about this here in a second, but starting to see a huge shift towards uh, modern day cards are really starting to standardize on BGS. And I think that's a good thing. Um, PSA 10s, uh, 1.75 to 2X. Um, and I think that might shift a little bit further up. So probably a two to two and a half X, 2.5 X is what I think it'll end up being. Um, so, so there you go. There's a quick reference for you. And again, we'll, we'll update that every release that we put out over the next few months. Now, Bowman draft. Um, I'll give you the quick rundown. And I think the thing to know about Bowman draft is that, um, what, what you, what you hope for in a product is that it, when it releases and the, and the, and the crazy action around the, the prices aren't necessarily the peak, <laughs> you know, you want to, and that happens for most products, unfortunately, but what we've already seen is that Bowman, the overall average base auto base Chrome auto prices are back to where they were week one, uh, for 2018 Bowman draft. Uh, and here we are, you know, four and a half months after release, uh, really, really good sign. And I mean, the reason that's so hard for a product like this, is because usually the bottom is 70% of players, they drop off so, so much like 80%. Um, but you have such good stability with the back end of this product and really, really good aggressive price action for the top part of the product that it's just, it's a really strong product, period. It's a really strong product. So um, this week, prices are up 41% on average. Um, volume is about neutral, so right in line with what we'd expect. Um, maybe a little bit down, but again, we talked about that. Supply is drying up a little bit. Average auto price is $38. I mean, come on. Crazy, 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 crazy. Um, number one, uh, Nolan Gorman is just a stud. The guy's been the guy's been playing well, and it's just impacting his prices. He is, and the cool thing about you get further down the volumes and some of these ladders, you get to see the charts, and the charts really tell a story. When you see the these charts kind of laid out in a, in in the, you know in their date format, and you see it progressed over time, you see really the movement of these guys, and it's really really impressive. So Nolan Gorman's at two hundred seventeen dollars a card. He opened at one forty two. That's a raw chrome auto. Um, solid volume. Uh, we gave him a B. It's kind of a, and you know the, the top two tiers. He's up 31% relatively. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's absolutely great. He was number one last week. Um, Jared Kelenic is right behind him at 90. Uh, you know he opened at 78, and he kind of if you look at his chart, he made it looks like a big bowl, right? It dips and he dip, 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 dips all the way, and he starts to make his move back the last two. Um, reports and he's back above to where he opened at. He's a 54% increase this week. He's got a B plus in volume analysis. Um, looks really, really good. Casey Mize is the dude that just blew away the market this week. Um, just crushing it in the miners. Had the best volume in the entire product this week. 94% relative price increases at $85 a card. He opened at 72, but he dipped as low as 34 uh, towards the end of January. So um, Casey Mize is definitely the guy to watch for the Tigers. And the miners there. Um, Tristan Casas is at 68. Uh, again, another great chart. Uh, pretty weak volume, up 7%, but he opened at 46 back in December and he's slowly climbed. It's been a perfect looking chart. Um, and he's all the way up to 68. Uh, Nico Horner's at 64. 
6% increase, pretty solid volume. He opened at 49, again, at 64, um, <laughs> above where they opened. That's what you want. Uh, Jordan Groshans is at uh, 61. He's 31%, kind of neutral volume. We gave him a C. He was ranked number six last week, but he opened at 46. And um, the last three weeks, he dipped as low as 29 in mid-March. And he's been you know, 34, 47, and now he's at 61. Um, so uh, Toronto Blue Jays uh, player there. Alec Baum, 57, was at 11, ranked number 11 last week. Moved back into the top 10. He got 51% relative price increase. was at 39 last week. He's at 57 this week. Um, so looks really good. Volume analysis of B+. Looks really, really nice. Uh, Nick Madrigal is number, number 8. He's at 49. He was at 43 last week. He was at 39 the week before. So good movement there. Guy with probably Madrigal is, I think he was number 2 when we opened up. And he was at 90. And uh, here we are basically at 50. So he dipped as low as 39 twice, uh, both in early April and early January. So um, I think you see, if, if you were investing in socks, you'd see you know you get one of those double bottoms there, right? Where you got uh, um, they're, they're touching the bottom there, and then it pops up again. You want to if this is a really really important next couple weeks for him to see if he can keep bouncing upward or if he dips down further. Um, so he's at number eight this week. Jonathan India is at 40. Um, worst volume analysis possible. I think he sold one card uh, in this nine-day period. Um, same price. Actually, he was at 40. Still at 40. So, and then Grant Levine, number 10, 35.50. Grant Levine's uh, is an interesting one. He opened at 33. Was pretty stable all the way until February, and then really the very end of March, he started to see some crazy price movement. Hit 61 as an average. And then really since then, since mid-March, he's dipped every single price, every single release. He's all the way down to 35. So uh, and uh, a D in volume, so near the bottom of volume. So just keep an eye on that. Uh, he was ranked number five last week and continues to dip. Couple interesting charts. There, there's a uh, yeah. There's some guys on here that are like in the bottom. I'd say between 15 and and uh, 40 that. Uh, look really solid right now. And that's what you want. Those are the guys you want to really be spending money and time time on. Um, Simeon Woods Richardson is at 1260. Relative price increase of 91%. Um, volume analysis is a B. Um, so lots of volume. But here's what's happened the last since January 23rd. He's going from 390 to 5 to 480 to 550 to 670. And in the last nine days, he's at almost $13 with a really, really good volume. So watch him, um, combination of good performance and just being in the Mets system. So uh, there, there you have it with him. The other guy that I am a huge fan of, and not just because he's a homer, but because he's actually crushing it in the minors in single A, that's Chris Bubik, B-U-B-I-C, $6.51 plus 73% on the relative price increase. Volume analysis is an A minus. Last three reports for him $3, $3.90. And now we're at $6.50. He opened at $3.50. Um, has been kind of on a roller coaster, dipped all the way down to $2 in average auto back in January. But uh, he looks really, really strong now. One of those uh, high upside, kind of low risk, high upside. I mean, you get to the point now where you're dropping six bucks. Um, Maybe a little bit more risk, but when you're in that three to five dollar range, and you got a guy that's striking out, you know, one and a half guys every, you know, every inning, uh, you take the risk. Um, so 
So yeah, there, there's the top 10 plus a couple guys that I'm watching. Um, I, I do kind of a similar thing with the Bowman Draft Ladder, and that is give you a rundown of the teams, what their average prices are. And what I do for, I do this a little differently for Bowman Draft because there's so much more uh, activity and data right now, is I show you what, uh, on and kind of colorized, I show you what it looks like ranked as of the recent report. So um, you know, Cardinals are the number one team. Their overall average value is 233, and you got the Tigers at 108, and then the Mets at 107. Um, and then uh, you can see it's color coded all the way down, but you can see certain teams that were blue early on and now started to dip further down that list. You know, a team like the Marlins that you know was a blue team would have been in the top seven is now midway down the list and has dropped in value. Um, and Again, it's just it's a good representation of kind of how teams ebb and flow, and you can get a good vibe for what it looks like. And and this kind of this this plays well when you're when you're looking at um, you know maybe teams that potentially have good upside, maybe good value. So like maybe the Marlins are a team that you slip in at you could they were fifty two dollars in value back in December, and in May they're worth about thirty two bucks on average. So uh, in, in terms of value for the cards you get. So um, yeah, so just use that again as you're as you're as you're spending money on players. The Pirates are 41, and now they're 21. You know, we're on the flip side, right? You could get you know the value for the Tigers, um, or I guess I say the Cardinals was 166 back in December. Now it's 233. So, um, and then of course you got the overall rankings. And I do the same thing with the color codes there. So um, finally, just so you know, on the very bottom, I, I do I have a nice little tabbed um, eBay. Um, pricing kind of real-time pricing um, sheet for you there and what it does is I got super fractors gold autos blue autos refractor autos breaks that are ending and then BGS 9.5 cards um, so you can see real quickly you click the tab and it shows you the top 20 of those particular cards that are available right now and super easy just bookmark that and go check it you can go through there and click and find the guys that you're looking for I think it's pretty pretty snazzy um, so yeah other than that that's 2018 Bowman draft hope that's helpful um, continue to watch that product and and uh, do what you got to do. Finally, real quick, uh, I guess real quick, let me take a minute and, and thank the sponsors, and uh, we'll get right back at this. All right, listen up. I, when guys reach out to sponsor uh, anything on Breaker Culture, whether it's an, an advertisement on on the podcast or a spot on our website, there's two things that I really make sure I do. One, talk to the people. Make sure I like them. Make sure it's somebody that I would want to spend my money with. Um, hopefully get a chance to interview them. And two, um, see what their reputation is in the market. I, I am I'm not willing to take a risk um, to potentially promote and allow others to promote themselves uh, leveraging breaker culture. Right? We're, we're very independent um, and uh, we're very selective when it comes to stuff like that. But let me tell you something, guys. You need to go check out 702 Breakers. You probably already have either seen them or participated in one of their breaks because they are um, one of the top two or three breakers on eBay. I've mentioned them before. We've talked to them before, uh, again, during one of our interviews. Super, super good guys out of Las Vegas. I feel like today's a special day because I pulled up their eBay homepage and their feedback, positive feedback today is 33,333, 99.8%. Uh, come on now. I mean, you're doing something right if you got 33,000 unique 
positive feedbacks. 78,000 total positive feedbacks received. Super, super cool, man. I I love seeing dudes that are just hustling. And that's what 702 Breakers, they're doing. I mean, they're just putting out breaks left and right. And they're working, they're working, they're working, and they will work for you. Go check them out. Go to Google, type in 702 Breakers. Go to their eBay uh, page. Find them in the show notes. Um, 702 underscore Breakers on eBay. And I guarantee you, I promise you, uh, you will enjoy working with them. All right, back to the show. All right, so the last part of this podcast, I want to discuss BGS versus PSA, really in the context of Ronald Acuna Jr. I'm going to spend a lot more time talking about BGS versus PSA. Um, over the coming podcast because I've been using a lot of historical data and I've been putting together some reports and really want to arm you guys with the true numbers of really what makes the most sense. Where do you spend your money when you're grading your own cards and where do you spend your money to protect your investments when you're buying graded cards? Um, and l- let me just say my initial initial observations and again, we'll keep it focused on Ronald Acuna Jr. And the reason I'm focusing on Ronald Acuna um, juniors because I personally have spent a lot of money on base cards for him. I went uh, I went all in on him last summer and I just made uh, a lot of strategic investments for base cards to see if I could turn that into a sizable profit and all of that will be typed up and you'll see a nice full report probably early summer that uh, that'll rock your world when you see all the numbers kind of laid out. But um, let me just say this. So he, here's the numbers that I have kind of what, in terms of what the market's saying. So from January, uh, well, actually, we'll go back to December. From December 2018 to the end of April 2019, the the BGS 9.5 was going for about 20, a little less than 22, so 21.90. And the end of April, the average BGS 9.5 base tops update rookie was going for 2650. Okay. P- PSA 10s uh, December 18 we're going for 31 and at the end of May 2000 uh, at the end of April 2019 they're going for about 41. Okay? So uh, PSA 10 saw about a 230% increase, BGS 95 saw about a 190% increase. Um, here's the kicker. BGS 10s, not black labels, but G- BGS 10 pristines. Very end of December, really the first week of January, that's when you started seeing some BGS 10s pop up. Hit the market at about 100 bucks, 101. Uh, as of the end of April, they're averaging about 250. So near a 250% increase in price. So that, so that, I mean, to me, when you when you look at this in terms of uh, what, what the market's telling you, I think it's telling you a couple things. One, uh, BGS 95 is really the base like that. That is, you don't, if you're going to invest in cards, you don't spend your money on anything less than a BGS 95 BGS nine. It's it, when I looked at the numbers, it just did not make sense. You were getting in some cases less than what a raw base was getting. And it's just at that point, it's just not worth it. Uh, BGS nine five, uh, right now you're looking at about $43 average for a card and some of them were hitting up 50 bucks. I sold a couple recently for $50 BGS 9.5. Those are single grades. So keep that in mind, that's BGS single grade. 
you can get that done in quantity for less than 10 bucks. You can get it done for 10 bucks, easy. Um, send it in for 20 days and get it for 10 bucks. Uh, that's a great, great deal. BGS single grade. So again, if you didn't hear that interview um, with Jeremy Murray, uh, vice president over at Beckett grading a few months back, that's kind of the new model that Beckett's moving towards to uh, help lower the price and also just give you uh, more of a fair comparison to, to PSA. BGS 9.5 single grade. He's going for average of 42. PSA 10, on the other hand, averaged um, 73. Um, so again, you got it. The, the perfect, the top card PSA is going to give you is a $73 card. Okay. BGS 10 at 245. That's not even the best you can get. If you happen to get a, a really nice grade and you get the black label, that's all 10. So all subgrades. So just for a note, um, when you when you send a, a, your card in, you send it in for single grade with Beckett. They'll they'll single grade it for you, um, and BGS nine five will come back as a BGS nine five single grade if it grades out with at least two of your subgrades at a ten. And they're going to go ahead and give you um, complete grades. You're going to get all the subgrades on the on the grade. So your BGS ten will not just be a single grade; it'll be a full grade with subs. So when you send your cards in and you select single grade, you're still going to have the upside of getting a BGS 10 with the subgrades. Um, and, and the great thing there is if you have a great card and you get the black label, black labels. So um, just for point of reference, Soto, I sold a black label tops update for uh, $600. Ronald Lacuna is going to go somewhere between 550 and 750 for a black label. No, nothing is at the market yet. Um, so, Again, just just keep in mind when you're when you're sending your cards in, you're seeing a similar over the past six months with just this one card. You're seeing very similar price increases between PSA and BGS. You're seeing a higher price increase on BGS tens. Um, you're seeing a little bit lower price increase on BGS nine five in comparison to PSA ten. But when you look at actual prices, um, it really is BGS nine five right above that's PSA ten. Way above that's BGS 10, and way, way above that's BGS 10 black label. That's the hierarchy of grades. And if you're sending your cards in the grade, especially modern day, you know, current cards in the last 10 years, BGS is 100% the way to go in my book. Um, I've gotten a lot of cards graded PSA, a lot of cards graded BGS. I mean, I'm talking hundreds of each. And in terms of what the market's telling me and the offers I get, the prices I get, and the prices I actually do sell them for, BGS is the way to go. And we'll break all this down. We'll keep talking about it. I'm going to have a couple interviews lined up to talk about this even more. But this is where the market's shifting. Grading is, is, uh, it is the bread and butter of the hobby now. As an investment, you got to grade your cards. And um, I, I can't say this strong enough. Spend your time looking at BGS. Find good BGS 9.5s. Find good BGS 10s. Um, and if you happen to come across a black label like that, that is the currency. That is the gold standard of perfect cards in the hobby. PSA 10 is not perfect. <laughs> BGS black label, that's a perfect card. So that's what the market's telling you. And that's what the market's paying for. So um, that's what I had for you today. Again, real quick special edition. Uh, we're back at it tomorrow. 
Shani and I. So we'll have it uh, this the next episode thirty. Uh, excuse me, fifty six out later this week. And you guys have a great week.